What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with Two Tree Guy Podcast. Uh, another episode we're bringing you. So, hey, appreciate everybody listening wherever you're at, driving, uh, at home, sitting in the bath bubble 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 tub or what, <laughs> bathtub with bubbles. I don't know. What toilet, I'm toilet. <laughs> listening <laughs> to it. Uh, we're bringing you another show, man. And and you know, I have so much fun doing this, and especially when I hear how it helps people and out in the industry and and the calls I get and the emails I get. When I see people tag us in different things, when people come up to me and say, dude, I learned so much. So that's why we do it. And this is what drives me to do it more. And we have a fee for that show. And the fee for the show is to share it. Uh, The more we share it, the more the word gets out, the more we can help our industry elevate and be better and better every single day through safety, through training, and through innovation. But, you know, if this is the first time you guys are ever listening to the show, we have multiple different types of shows uh, that we do. It's not the same thing where I just have someone on and talk. We do have What's Your Story, it's called, where we bring in individual industry badasses and hear personal stories of tree care and hear exploring their journey into the industry and their mentors that kind of guided them along the way and hearing their tips. Uh, We have our safety talk. We tackle crucial safety uh, messages with kind of real life examples um, and cautious, uh, I mean, and emphasizing the importance of the safety first kind of mindset in our industry uh, because we want everybody to go home at the end of the day uh, for that. And we have our gear talk. You know, we we dive in deep and exploring kind of tree care gear, uh, comparing different products in the market and providing insight into the, their uses, advantages, what works, what doesn't, what do you like, what you don't like. And you guys get to hear new things that are coming, you know, into the industry that you normally may not hear for a few few years. And then we have our training talk, one of my most favorite topics to talk about. Uh, and we're talking to today on this, Mr. David Joseph. Um, this guy, let me tell you guys, uh, you would never know when you meet him and hang out with him. He is a world-class speaker. Settle down. Uh, you know, Settle well, down. I'm telling you, I've listened to him. Gave me chills all the time. And uh, he's been teaching. Year, what year are we on on TCI you've been teaching? Uh, I think 19 was when I first started. But 19? Yeah. I think it was so, 19. So the last four years you've been speaking Yeah, last four years. Last four yeah. years. They invite him back. And sometimes they don't invite people back. So that tells you a lot uh, for that. But our training talk is we do comprehensive kind of training sessions, uh, sharing valuable insights to help help you guys kind of refine your skills, adopt new techniques, or just maybe all around be a better individual or leader or salesperson that's out there. And, and today we're going to be talking about uh, developing a culture of accountability uh, within our industry, within your work, maybe within your home life, Maybe. whatever it may yeah. be, you know, parenting. so this dude, is, this is a parenting uh, talk too. This is a parenting it's talk. A All your parents out there. Yeah, so I'm glad be. you're on the show, man. Even though you don't listen to the show, I listen, you listen. Jerk. <laughs> you That's going to change. You're like, what this, is this? Two this, tree guy podcast. I've only known him for you're like, I don't know, 30 years. <laughs> dude, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible human. I'm oh, sorry. Man. Terrible I, human. Guys. But Hey, it's changing today. I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to all of them. 
I'm going to go back through in There's the car. There's 250 of them. Two, Don. No, I'm just kidding. There's like done. 85. Done. They're going to get listened to on my drive home. Listen, good. I got six hours in the and car. And you better text me every time because he doesn't even text me anymore. I don't know what's going on. Well, the texts are just flowing in the oh, other way, man. too. Oh, man. You know, I, I, you speak four times at TCA, and the text just shut <laughs> off for some reason <laughs> <Okay>. for that. <laughs> okay. Settle no, down. but, but easy, you know, David, easy. we go way back. We do. Um, we do run, go back. run a great yeah. tree company in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Go blue. Um, um, last five. We get a, yeah, we, yeah, he's Penn State. I'm a I Penn forgot. State guy. Transfer, I'm a transplant to Central Ohio. Trans, okay. Yeah. Transplant. Pennsylvania transplant. guy originally. And you know, there's there's a lot in your story and we're gonna we're gonna dive in some other time on your story. That sounds and good. We need to have like two hours, maybe I love three, it, man. maybe just an that all day of talking. Can it be guys, done remotely? I've never uh, done one remotely. Well I'll come ever. out. We'll do the training out there at the academy. I'll do okay. my whole spiel. Okay, okay, you know, so okay, we'll deal, deal. But we'll today we're going to hear about developing a culture and accountability. Awesome. So dive in, my yeah. friend. All right. So developing a culture of accountability within your company, like to give a little bit of background, I am fascinated with leadership. And just so people out there probably don't know, but I'm, I'm still, I have a uh, tree service, like you said, but I'm also still a uh, firefighter with the city of Columbus. So not just a firefighter, you're a captain. captain. Yeah, I'm a, okay. I'm a, I'm a captain. captain. Yes, I am a captain. I'm a captain with the Columbus Fire Department, Station 16 specifically. Uh, my brother's a lieutenant, uh, and we've been. I've been on the fire department December, which is crazy. I'll have 20 years in the department, which wow. is hard to believe. Wow. You know, and I, I only bring that up because I'm just grateful. I'm, I'm just really grateful. I've been. I am not a leadership expert. I everything I talk about, I haven't mastered any of it. Like mm-hmm. all of it, I'm trying to do myself and I'm working on. You never mess. I just see, you never mess. It's true. And never. I just, but I've seen some, I've been around some really amazing leaders. And a classic example when it comes to leadership and accountability is a, a battalion chief rank. So you got battalion chiefs, they don't actually do anything physically. So that lead by example that we, I think we, a lot of us you know, gravitate to because we're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead from the front, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to you know, do the job as hard as anybody can, I'm going to lead, lead, lead from the front. It's like at some point in time, you can't do that anymore, you know, and battalion chiefs are a great example. So you got, you know, a fire scene, whether it's, you know, house fire, whatever it is, and a battalion chief is standing there. They're just standing there in the yard, not doing anything physically. And some of the chiefs were like, man, I would run through fire for this guy, right? I love this guy. Whatever he says, like he shows up on scene, takes command. I'm like, yeah, this dude's got it. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do what he, and other, other chiefs show up and it's like, oh man, this guy's here. Like, great. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like this guy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what, why do we love this guy? And we don't like this guy. They're both doing the same thing. Like there's no lead by example, you know? So it's just a classic example of, so what makes us want to follow somebody? And mm-hmm. that want words key, right? People want to follow you. It's like, what is it? What gets us there? And I'll just touch on two leadership principles before I get into the accountability because a culture of accountability is dependent on good leadership. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have good leadership, it's going to be really hard to establish a culture of accountability. How do you identify when you have good leadership? Well, a lot of times it's retroactive. Because people are wanting it. Sure. You feel it. Do you they know, express it to absolutely. you? Absolutely. And I think you can see how, how things are going in your company, right? If you're, if you're having, what kind of people are you attracting? What kind of people are staying? What are people saying? What kind of results are you getting? Turnover, things like profit. that, those types of things. And then when it comes to uh, having to leverage authoritative accountability, which I'll get into, when you have to leverage authoritative accountability for somebody, that's going to test your prior leadership. 
if you've been a highly effective, humble leader, and then you have to exercise authoritative accountability, that humility that hopefully you've led with builds emotional equity with people. And then you can cash that in when you have to hold somebody accountable. So I think that a lot of times your leadership will be reflected when you have to leverage something and use something and you'll, and you'll be exposed. You're going to be exposed at some point of having been a good leader or a poor leader. And if you're exposed to having failed, like own that and then get back up. Which when you is, say exposed, how do, how, do they, how do you get exposed? How does someone expose you? Like, for example, if you have to hold, if you have to hold somebody accountable in your company, um, because you've had a failure or a breakdown at the self accountability level or the peer accountability level, and you need to hold them down at an authoritative level, and the response is poor, there's no buy-in, they don't want to do it, they're, you know, the, the culture's becoming toxic, they're backing up, that's a reflection of your leadership. You know what I mean? So that's something that you have to look in the mirror for, and you're being exposed as having poor leadership in the past. In, in short, they're, they're going, I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't believe I don't, in you. I don't like you. I don't want to follow <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And just with their actions and attitudes, exactly. you feel that and you're going, totally. Hey, this is a reflection of my, my, and you have to own that. You got to look in the mirror. You know, you gotta, we got to get out of the habits as business owners, managers, crew leaders, whatever you are, you got to get out of the habit of being like, man, that guy, that guy sucks. So maybe you stink. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to look in the mirror all the time, every yeah. time, you know what I mean? Maybe the guy does yeah. right. But you got to go from a mindset of like, what did I do? In the situation. So those two leadership, one's extreme ownership, like Jocko Wilnick's book's fantastic. Awesome book. Great awesome book. book. So extre- owning everything, like you yeah. own it. So that's one. It. And then humility. You got to, those two things are required for effective leaders. You got to own everything and you got to be humble. Humility builds equity. Humility, it comes from a position of strength. People get, people get so confused that humility is weakness or passivity. It's such crap. It's not. Somebody who's truly humble is usually very self-confident because they don't need to be told how great they are. They know inside, so they don't need to be told so they can operate with humility. That's, yeah. they're, they're operating with something bigger, you know? So extreme ownership, humility required for leadership. And then you get to accountability. So this was part of my talk today. And there's actually three types of accountability, which I've discovered. You have self-accountability, you have peer accountability, and then you have authoritative accountability, which you kind of touched on a little bit. And the first two, self and peer, those are what, that's what we want. Those produce results. Self-accountability, it's efficient, it's effective. You, know, you recognize mistakes when they happen because you're talking about yourself. It's transparent. You can't hide from yourself. You know if you're giving a bad effort. You know if you're hiding something. You can't hide from yourself. Yep. So self-accountability is really, really important. Peer accountability is intertwined with self-accountability. We need peer accountability as well because we work in teams that's what we are we were working in small teams so you got to have a level of peer accountability where you're feeling accountable to the guy next to you you feel accountable to the people above you and then peers i'll camp on this for a little bit peers are what change culture owners do not change culture managers do not change peers change cultures and what i'm saying i'll give a football example in my talk i give a, i show a scene and from remember the titans right? yeah and you got a scene where Gary Retier, the linebacker, you have the yeah. two linebackers, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're adversaries at first. They don't like each other, right? They're the best players on the team. They're peers. And then finally, Gary decides he's going to hold his teammate accountable, right? And then the guy, Ray is the guy's name. He misses a block. Gary holds him accountable. Julius, his other teammates, like, whoa, okay, like this dude just 
like did something cool like i like this guy and then they end up becoming galvanized the rest of the story but what's really key about this scene is you watch the coaches faces and they're like denzel washington's face is like oh yeah this is what i've been waiting for this, this is, is what moment. i've needed this is yeah. the mo exactly this is the moment where we are now becoming a team the culture is now changing and he and he didn't interject himself no, he, he let he, he let it happen the one coach is like whoa, whoa, wait 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 let yeah, them yeah. let them handle this because we get arrogant sometimes and think that we're going to change the culture in our company we're going to change no 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 you might set the table you might light the match but it is going to be carried out it's going to light on fire by the peers so it's your peer leadership team that changes the culture. So they got to get on board. You got to. So your job as a leader is to get them on board. And then this is like the parenting connection. It's like a united front. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you want your peers expressing what you want to be said. What's your mission for the company? Those types of that. So you got to have conversations with your people. Yeah. Have that united parenting front where they're delivering the message you want delivered. Because if you're trying to change a culture or change anything, any kind of change, you you only present it. Mm -hmm. your, your guys, your team is what carries it out. And they need to know there's two things that are critical, the why and the how. Okay, so the why, you got to explain why this is so important. All right, we were doing it this way, now we're going to do it that way. So you got to connect why this is a big deal and why this matters to them. Yeah. Right, your people need to know that what is good for the business is good for them. And that should be true. If it's not true, if your business success is not success for your people, mm -hmm. that's a that's a you problem. Yeah. And you need to change that. And your people need, so that's one thing. The other thing is they need to believe it and know that if, if our company does well, I'm going to do well. My success is tied to it, and I know that. So your job is to explain that why, like why this change is connected to that personal success. So the why and the how, and then how you speak, how, how you speak to somebody. How do, you, how do you make sure, when you when you deliver the why to your team and everything, yeah. how do you make sure that they, they believe in it or they understand the why? I think you have to ask. So, and, and, you, and I think you have to, I mean, this is, there's a level of, 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 of talent and practice and picking up on cues, but if you're in a room and you're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna transition, you know, the expectation was this, now the expectation is this, and you're explaining why. You're maybe going into some numbers, and you're explaining, hey, we need to do this now. This is the new expectation, and you got to read the room. you got to look around. How are guys responding? Arms crossing, eye rolling, mm -hmm. like, oh, man, like grumbling, complaining. Yeah. Hopefully, now these are the moments. This, Like I said earlier, this is, these are the moments where you're going to be exposed your prior leadership is going to be. Am I talking too close? No, you're good. You're good. Keep going. <laughs> your prior leadership is going to be tested now. Yeah. You're going to be tested, and you're either going to be exposed or you're going to be able to cash in on some equity that you've built, emotional equity with people. Mm -hmm. So we're making this change. You sense and push back, and guys aren't understanding the why, and it's in a group setting. You put a time limit on it. So it's like, look, guys, I, I can see. I can see the trepidation. I can see guys aren't sure, and I get it. I understand. This is a big change. I don't want to belittle it, and yeah. it's asking a lot of you guys. Like, just call it out. That, that's just important call it because out. you're reading the room. You're seeing it. You're going, I'm thinking they're thinking this. Yeah, so call it just out. call it out. Just what call you it think out. They're, and they're going, oh, yeah. yeah. And he then you're gonna, you, exactly. He's not blind to it. Exactly. He's not blind to it. He sees it. Yeah. And and so you recognize gives him an it. opportunity to, yep. okay, well, if he's already saying that I'm thinking it, I might as well just might, tell him I'm thinking I it. I might as well tell him. Because he already called me and out And ask for much. feedback. And hopefully someone speaks up. They may or may not. That's all you need is you need that one person to, to go, start okay, it. It, 
Dave, yeah. here's what I think. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, you're right. He's yeah, dying. He's right. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, and then two yeah. things can happen. One is that could be the question you needed to answer that yeah. then gets buy-in. Yeah. Right? Or it's a legit. It's legit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I didn't think about that. Let's reevaluate the situation. But if you can't get buy-in on the why, you put a time limit on it. You're like, guys, we're going to do this for a month, a, a week, a month, a quarter, whatever. Like, you just, whatever's yeah. appropriate. Like, hey, we're going to we're try this for a month, and then we're going to reevaluate. And then you better reevaluate. It, it goes back to the humble thing. Exactly. You know, it's not like, hey, this is a new, uh, uh, I dreamed this up last night. Right. It'll work. I'm telling you. Totally. Being humble going, hey, I'm going to do something. We're going to do something. And I need your guys' buy-in on this totally. and work with me on it. It might not work, and it might suck, but we'll at least know if it doesn't work, we won't have to do that again. Right. So, totally. so just be with me, guys. Totally. You're like, you know what? Let's fucking let's let's, try let's it. Try let's see it. what we can let's do. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. 100%, man. Exactly. So that's that emotional equity. That's, that's exactly. Trying to explain that why. The why, the why and the how. The why is connected to so much stuff. You, you have somebody. You have a new you have a employee that comes in. And let's okay, this example is probably better. So you got somebody that comes in and they just crush out production work. They're just yeah. killing it. They're awesome, but they absolutely stink at all the paperwork and like the office, the boring stuff, whatever, yeah. or, or these other other unimportant things. They're unimportant because they don't understand why they're important. So you need the disconnect is probably the why they don't get it. They don't. So you got to explain the ripple effect. Of why, of what, what is the impact of them not doing this part of their job? So they can see, oh yeah, I didn't realize it affected Tina in the office. I didn't realize what it did to her, you know, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Just like explaining that ripple effect of what goes down, it can be really, really impactful. I, I, I just had this a meeting with my team and I said, hey, at the end of the day, you, you have to check off and send over how much work you did. And the reason why that's important, because we have a daily closeout with the leadership team, we want to see, did we win or lose today? And if yeah. we don't do that, if you don't turn in your receipts, you don't check off the work that was done, so we see the dollar amount. Yeah. You don't turn in your JSA. What happens is it causes a lot more work for Stacy. We don't know what we're going to do. And all of a sudden, four days go by, and we're making the wrong decisions and buying the wrong equipment yeah. and all this, and totally. it affects you guys. And, and one of my guys go, I... I understand the why now. Yeah. It makes sense. Totally. And he totally. got it. And he needed totally. that. Totally. Another example, let me give you. I just had a guy on there, Juan from Right Tree Service. Amazing guy from freaking Chile. Came up here, lives in Iowa now. And he's one of the safety managers writing protocols. And he goes, I had, I felt like I had so much power because anything I wrote became law within our company, you know? Yeah. And I felt that. But then what was happening, I realized nobody was reading it. So it didn't make it. And I, I had to teach them why I wrote this and what it does to benefit them. Yeah. And I had to go out in the field and show them, here's what I wrote. Here's the reason why I did this and how it helps you. And then everybody really connected that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Started changing 100%. the culture in the yeah, field. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. And then, like I said, changing the culture. The peers, they buy into the why, they're on board, they change their culture. Mm -hmm. like, that's what changes. That's yeah. what gets things. That's what makes teams teams. That's what galvanizes people is when that peer accountability steps in. You get that positive peer pressure. Let me, let me ask you this. In, yeah. in a meeting like this, uh, for the example that you gave on uh, the Titans, yeah. uh, as a leader and in those meetings, when you have someone rise up and, you know, mm -hmm. hey, do you guys understand the why? And this person starts going, I have a question on this. And then this person rises up and they, 
you know, some some uh, not arguing, but some uh, confrontation starts happening yeah, sure. there. How do you judge that? Of how much do you let it go? <laughs> when do you step yeah. in? When do you add yeah. yours, or when do you just let it good, work out? Good point. So in that scene specifically, I and I talked about this too. Like you have like Gary is who's holding his teammate account is calling him out. And, and I said, and this is generally true, there's always exceptions, right? There's, there's no, absolute tr- no, no absolutes in these scenarios, and there's always exceptions. But generally in our work environments, we're not going to be calling people out, and especially if you're in a position of authority. Mm-hmm. It normally does not work well, right? You can get your point across without, without calling somebody out, right? Getting angry. Righteous anger is... A, is pretty much impossible for humans you know what i mean jesus christ had righteous anger he's the only one everybody else no luck (laughs) no luck you know what i mean so righteous anger is is almost impossible so we're almost we're we're pretty much better off not getting angry as a leader as an official authority but if you're going to call if if somebody needs called out and you have this meeting and let's just say we'll say it's a safety violation and you got somebody who just maybe they're being arrogant or they they lack humility because they're because they lack humility because they're actually not self-confident. So they lack humility. And, they, and they've been violating some safety issue, and they've been doing it over and over and over. And then you got some guy on the team who, like, past performance plays into this. Let's not yeah. pretend it doesn't. It totally does. you got this other guy on the team who's a quiet leader, does his job all the time. He's a, he, people look up to him, and you see him. And he decides to call this dude out in his safety violation. Right. I was like, you might let that go. You know what I mean? You might let that go. You gotta, you gotta read the room. You gotta understand. And is this guy who's gonna do the calling out, right? Because if you're gonna call somebody out, one, you have to hold yourself accountable, right? So if you're calling somebody out, you better be holding yourself accountable, or you're gonna be a hypocrite, and that's a problem, right? Yeah. So you better hold yourself. Accountable. The second is when someone's being called out, it's almost better. It's, it's almost always best from a peer. Positions of authority calling people out. Not good, generally, not good, almost always, right? So it's going to be a peer. So you have a peer calling a peer out, and this peer who's doing it is, is, holds himself accountable, and this guy over here needs corrected, and this guy is delivering a message that is true, and it is in the best interest of that guy who he's calling out, and in the best interest of the company, I'd let it go. And then, this is the, so you let that go, and then afterwards, you have one-on-ones with both of those guys. And okay. the guy who... Like, Why is that? Because you want to see how it played for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did you miss something? You don't think you caught it all. And so the guy who got called out, you're just going to be like, hey, man, like that was pretty tough in there. Are you all right? Yeah. And then see what he has to say. And hopefully he's been humbled and he's like, yeah, I mean, you, know, you know what? That sucked, but that dude was right. I, need, I needed that. Or he's pissed and angry. Well, then you have to have a separate conversation. Like, hey, man, like, why are you so upset right now? Do you think, like, what part of this could you own? What part of it? You know what I mean? You have to fish that out with that guy and figure out what he, ha- what he needs to work on and work him through that. The other guy who, who did the calling out, that's going to be like, man, I, li- I love that. You just, changed, you just helped change the culture in our company to get people to start wearing chaps or whatever it is. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever the safety issue was or whatever the big culture issue was, you just, you just help that. And I just want you to know you're a leader, and I depend on you, and I respect you, and that was huge. So mm-hmm. you let him know one-on-one how big of a deal that was. Yeah. I think that's important. When you see two people in conflict, 
you know, and you decide either play in something, you know, and if it's if it's not that scenario, you feel like you need to stop it, get involved. You got to do that. Not, no, no situation is the same. Yeah. You know, but reading the room, like you said, is important. Totally. Knowing the backgrounds of the individuals, oh, yeah. knowing what For sure. their infractions are and the mistakes oh, yeah. they made and the people are good. Oh, yeah. But that person calling them out is, you know, if they're they're following these, you know, self accountability, peer accountability and authoritative accountability. Yeah. Uh, and they're calling out their peer. Like you said, they better. They better be holding themselves accountable. They better. Or, or they're a hypocrite. Or, that's a problem. Or somebody's about to call them out. Exactly. You know, like, don't exactly. you be calling him out right. because you don't do that. Get the log out of your own eye before you yeah. put out the plank in someone else's eye. Exactly. Or the uh, speck of dust in someone else's eye, you know? Yes. So that's just true. This yeah. is true. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. So where are we at on, on self? Uh, we talked about, you know, peer accountability. Yeah. What about authoritative Yeah, so authoritative accountability, accountability is... It's tough. So there's a great. Uh, I'll put that. So Jocko's got. He's got a great. Po- he's got good podcast. I'm sure you probably mm-hmm. listen to. He's got a good mm-hmm. podcast. And on YouTube, if you go like Jocko. Oh, you listen to Jocko, but you don't listen Sometimes. to me. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's Start, duh. Started today. Yeah. <laughs> duh, yeah. That is the truth. I'm like, oh. No, moving forward. Moving forward. It's totally changing, man. So you just went to the top. Yes. You just went to the top, baby. Uh, but the, guys, this is, the top. this is, it means a lot when you listen to it. I look up to you. Oh, uh, come on. I do. Stop uh, it. See, this is the humble thing he's putting in right Stop now. It. See that? He's he's, he's doing it. No, I do. As, this as is a mentor speaker, and mentee. As a speaker. You're the mentor. I'm the mentee. <laughs> I first met you to where you are now. Oh, I got kind. to watch growth. I that's got to watch to all this happen, and and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of that. your your family and your brother. Thank you. I'm proud of the team you put Thank together you. Yeah. because that team stuck together. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them are here. Yeah, and the ones that aren't here are yeah. doing amazing things. I know. I if you know. guys are getting in the industry and you want a place just to learn and grow, <laughs> go to Columbus, Ohio. Hey, that's Joseph huge. Tree. There we go. They will. Thank you make you on the fast track well, awesome very kind of you so Phil. anyways i, I look that. up to thank you i'm proud of thank you. you thank you that was very thank kind. you for being humble thank you <laughs> so authoritative accountability right so uh it's 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 important it's necessary we good on time yeah we're good man keep going so uh and this is this is where you're tested this is where your prior leadership's tested when you have this exercise. is power i mean this is this is where you have exactly exactly yeah. so in the, in the presentation i show a scene from office space mm-hmm. Where Lumberg walks up to uh, Peter in his cubicle. Have you seen Office Space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like uh, talking about his TPS reports and why he doesn't have a cover sheet on his TPS. It's hilarious. Why doesn't have a cover sheet on his TPS reports? And I'm like asking, like, why is Lumberg so annoying? Like, mm-hmm. Why is Lumberg in Office Space have have such a punchable face? Uh-huh. Like, why do you want to hit this dude? <laughs> like, what is it? Like he's con- it, wait wait Lumber the guy is like mm, yes okay, okay. yeah yes uh, mm, Peter exactly mm, oh he has the cup of the coffee the coffee the spenders cup of coffee yep oh yeah you yep. just want to punch that just dude punch right in the him. face right he's the man oh. you know so he's exercising some, some authoritative accountability with Peter and his TBF reports and it just doesn't go over well right and mm-hmm. it's like well what well I mean it's a comedy I get that but like why was that satire created like why was this character he represents a real he represents a stereotype that we deal with you know it's like what is it well he's super condescending he's got no emotional equity built up with peter at all like he has he's given no sense that he actually cares about his people right Mm -hmm. and there's no explanation of why the tprs report's so important (laughs) like what's this cover sheet why is it so important you know what i mean so authoritative accountability is when it's it's the least efficient, it's the least effective, but it is sometimes necessary. 
And when it's necessary, you better use it. So Jocko in that podcast talks about how authority, he's like accountability is a crutch. It's a tool. You don't want to have to, you don't want someone doing their job because you're holding them accountable. You want them doing their job because they're holding themselves accountable and they want to succeed and they want to have success and they're fired up and they have a desire for success, right? That's what you want. You don't want, it, you don't want them doing their job because you're waking them up in the morning, telling them to do this, telling them to do that. No, no, no. No, you want them motivated, them doing it, them fired up. So if we're using authoritative, we've had failure. We had failure at self-accountability. We've had failure at the peer accountability, and now it's at the authoritative position. So you gotta recognize we've had failure here within the company. So your goal when you're utilizing authoritative accountability is to get it back to peer and self. That's what you're trying to do. You're leveraging authoritative accountability to get it back to peer and self. We do not stay in authoritative accountability. And we explain why this is in, usually that's the area of the, the area where the problem lies is one of three buckets. It's either ability, willingness, or what's the other one? Willing, able, mm. willing, able, what's I'm forgetting, I'm drawing a blank. So ability, there you go. Willing. Ultimately in the perfect world, yeah. if everybody could just do self, it'd be awesome. 100%. Everybody self accountable. Self and peer, because we work in teams. You know okay. what I mean? So self and peer are like, you know. But if, if, if in, in every individual in perfect world was holding themselves accountable, I wouldn't need 100%. my peers to hold me accountable 100%. because I'm accountable. Absolutely. 100%. And then it's the peers that have to make sure because, you know, we're not yep. perfect and peers we make, make mistakes. Change. And then if the peers can't make the change, then it goes to, to the, authority. the authority. And yet, and then the authority comes in to try to redirect it to get that team back together right. and the yep. peers and the self. You got to get your you got to your Good. your peer your uh, peer leadership united behind the why, and then they execute the change. But you just got to make sure they understand why it's so important. I love it. You know, that's I love the, it. That's the key. That's the key. It. That un that unity in the leadership team is the key. So. Man, I, you know, I. I'm going to turn this into uh, TCIA so I can get my CEUs. Perfect. freaking awesome. Because you, you were go, making fun bud. of me, not missing. But <laughs> no, man, this, um, oh, I, it's, there's so many things are going through my head because cool. this stuff is good. And I, and I, when I'm on these shows and doing this, uh, people think I'm just a, a host, but I'm, I'm a student. <laughs> sure. I'm learning. Uh, Always learning. Man. And this is Always. so good. Absolutely. I mean, really, really good. Um, how can people? How can you help somebody out there? Where, where do they well, find you? Reach, what do they do? Yeah, what? just reach out. Well, uh, you know, our company Instagrams Urban Forest Specialists, and then me personally, uh, my email Dave D A V E at JosephTreeService.com. Anybody can email me. I'd be happy to talk to people about any issues they may have uh, leadership wise or whatever. Dave at JosephTree.com. Dave at JosephTreeService.com. TreeService.com. Yeah, TreeService.com. Yeah. Okay, okay, you guys. If you have any questions or you know, if, hey, if this if this message that you heard inspired and made you better and you're going to hold yourself accountable, hold your team accountable uh, more uh, message, a man. These are the when, when you get those emails and you get those calls and those messages. Like, dang, say, this podcast is huge. I'm getting blown yeah. up. Here, man. You're like, oh, my dang gosh, it. I'm starting another career. I'm going <laughs> on the road, quitting the fire department. No, yeah. this this is the fuel that keeps us going and giving more. Uh, to that. So awesome. I, I, that's sharing it too, guys, you know, the fee is to share it. So if you got something, you learned something, please share it, put it out there for somebody, tag somebody in it, tag Joseph tree, awesome. tag Dave, tag them all, uh, to be a part of this. But man, uh, awesome. 
awesome. I'm glad you're on Thanks, the show. Phil. Thank you for taking the time fun. and coming Thanks back for, for this. It's awesome. Uh, maybe we'll get you on monthly. Maybe we'll do the, I love the that. online. So every month you bring a new leadership message hey, to the industry. Dude, I, I'm in, man. If that's a, I, I, dude, I, that or legit, maybe just that, fly out to California dude, once that, and watch you hang out with me. <laughs> that would legit, I would legit be interested in that. Okay. That's a real offer. That would be cool. Okay. I would, okay. I'd be down. We'll, we'll see how many people share this okay. message. And then, yeah, we'll test it. Yeah, we'll test, we'll test it. it. So, I get it. I get it. Um, everybody, I appreciate you listening to the show. Remember, cool. pay the fee, share it, uh, and like always, awesome. uh, elevate the standard of our industry through safety, training, and innovation. See you guys. Bye. Love it.